guys, Gabrielle here. Um, I have always loved writing stories. I've never finished a story. I used to write stories in high school. Um, I just started writing a story a year and a half ago, and I never finished it, and I still haven't. I just stopped, you know, I've been going through so much. I stopped thinking about it, um, but it's a love story. I am big on love. I'm big on romance. Um, I'm just a big sap. So the story isn't finished. I want to read you the prologue. That probably might not even end up being the prologue, but I want to read you a section and I would love to hear your thoughts. Here we go guys i haven't stepped foot into these doors in years memories flood through my mind as i opened the front door and the bells ring this was her place then it became our place now it's just a place i walked the aisles of the bookstore scanning across the books looking for that one book her favorite book before midnight i remember back then they only ever had one book she would renew it over and over. I never understood how she would enjoy rereading a book so many times, but she never got bored with it. Apparently, books in a bookstore are in order by last names. What was the name again? Leanne Carter? Carter. 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 My, name, my fingers slide across the bookshelf, looking for the book. There. I pull out the one and only before midnight. I brush off the dust and reveal the name. Now this is a memory, guys, okay? He starts to think about it. Hey, I'm looking for a book for my little sister. Yeah, the book she wanted me to grab was something called Before Midnight. I approached a short little lady at the desk, sweet looking, probably in her 50s. Hello, I'm Patty. Yes, it will be around that corner. You take a left and then it'll be in the young adult's fiction aisle. Got it? Sure, I'll find it. I'll figure it out. Thank you. I strolled down the aisles, taking a left, but this place was like a maze. I've never been inside a bookstore before, let alone a library before. I walked down the aisles, scanning the books. Carter, Carter, Carter. Found it, yes. I barely even finished the thought. Right before I can lift my hands to grab it, her hand slipped right in and whisks it away. She was about 5'2", and absolutely beautiful the type that just took your breath away. Petite and thick around the hips with soft olive skin. She had chocolate brown hair with bouncy curls that wrapped stunningly around her face. She looked over at me with her caramel light eyes like pools of golden honey. You have to be quicker than that, she said while laughing with a contagious smile. I felt myself get hot and red. Was I blushing out loud? I sure hoped she couldn't see it on my face. I quickly replied, trying to make her feel bad. Oh, that's okay. I'll just tell my little sister that some woman took it from me, and she won't be able to do her school project on it. Oh, no way. I'm so sorry. I thought it was for you, she apologizes quickly and is embarrassed. It's okay. This is definitely not my thing. Reading, but I'm just messing with you. But it is for my younger sister. She looks a little taken back, maybe annoyed. Definitely not your thing, huh? She steps back and looks me up and down, analyzing. Then, what's your thing? Driving in nice beamers with beautiful blondes? She smirks as she heads 
her as she head nods out the big glass window to my red BMW. I let out a loud laugh. Touche, touche. Look, you just met me and you got me all figured out, huh? I say while I put my arms against the bookshelf posted up. She analyzes again, and a piece of me is wondering what's going through her mind right now. She laughs, and she shakes her head. Well, I have read this book nine times already, so here, tell her don't take too long reading it because I want to make it ten. She says while holding the book out in her hand on her hip as she smirks and walks away. What's the rush? You got a curfew? She lets out a giggle. No jerk. I have a life and some homework I got to get to do. You know, for school and important things. I smirk and say, I didn't get your name. She turns around while walking backwards. I didn't give it. She shrugs while trying not to smile and walks away. I try and catch up with her, but she disappears into the maze of books. I decide to go check out the book five minutes later after I got lost and finally found my way back to the desk. Did you find everything you were looking for, sir? I think I did. Now, this is, let me see. This is the next day, right? Still the memory that he's still thinking about. He's still back at the bookstore in the future thinking about this memory. But this memory is the next day after. I returned to the bookstore the next day because apparently the book my sister was looking for was actually called Blah. I don't know what it was called. I didn't pick up a name yet, okay, guys? <laughs> I step into the doors, hearing bells ringing as I walk through. I head upstairs to the adult fiction section, and I see the gorgeous, sassy human I bumped into yesterday. She's sitting on the long book chair that's against the window reading. I approach her, clearing my throat to get her attention. <clears throat> well, if it isn't the book thief, she looks up at me. Yes, you again? You can't steal something that isn't yours, she says while rolling her eyes and letting out a smirk. She continues to read the book, trying to ignore me, but now I can tell she really isn't reading anymore. <laughs> well, it turns out my sister actually wanted to read, blah, blah, blah. I got the wrong book, so here you go. I give her the original book back and walk a few steps away. <laughs> I turn around and say, by the way, that beautiful blonde in my BMW was my older sister. I smirk and her cheeks turn red, clearly embarrassed, but satisfied. I walk away, feeling her eyes darting at my back. She yells, hey, Beamer. I turn back around, laughing. Yes, love. She hesitated for a second and lets out a deep breath. Elena. She smiles from ear to ear, and I can't help but to smile back and say, Andreas. Now we're back to the present where he was watching the book and now he's out of memory. That was the memory. Now he's out of the memory and back to present. <laughs> I look down at the book wishing I read it sooner. I walk towards the front of the store and right up to the desk and all the older lady walks over. Andreas? she asks. Yes, Patty. It's me. How are you? I smile. Wow. I haven't seen you since. She pauses. And you can tell she's trying to come up with something other than what she really wanted to say. Since, since you were a senior, she proceeds. Really, she wanted to say, since before the fire. I hope you're doing well. It's really nice to see you, she says while placing her hand on my shoulder. It's nice to see you too, Patty. 
I smile, fake smile, trying to hide my emotions and walk out the door. I walk inside the door of my house. Home is lonely, empty, quiet. Dad is at work and I spend most of my time here now. I sit down on the couch with the book in my hands, trembling. I can't help the burst of emotions I start feeling with more memories flooding my head. I sit up with my arms on my knees, pulling on my hair. Why? Why? Now he's starting to think of a memory. This is a new memory. <laughs> How could one look so beautiful? She looks so gorgeous sitting on the bed, bed, crisscrossed, with her hair in a messy bun and a few loose curls slipping out. She looked adorable sitting there, making bizarre facial expressions like it was her first time reading this book. I see a few tears fall from her flawless face. She takes off her glasses and wipes her eyes. L, you've read that book a million times and you cry every time. Listen, babe, it's a really good book. Come on, you have to read it. It's such a beautiful book. Oh my God, Jessie's and Mandy's love is epic. This book makes you cry, but at the same time, excited and so emotionally messed up, but it's just, it's amazing. She says that she prances up in hopes that I'd agree to read it. But books aren't my thing and probably never will be. Why would I read a book that's going to make me cry? I definitely am going to have to pass on that one. I shrug. No, 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 please, you have to read it. I wouldn't have read it a million times if it wasn't epic. Yeah, hmm, maybe one day, but not today or tomorrow. You promise? She looks at me with a serious face and her pinky finger extended out toward my face. I push her finger away. Yes, I promise, Elle. I say knowing damn well I never will as I wink at her. She gives me the smirk while rolling her eyes and knowing me too well. I can't stand you as she laughs and continues reading. Now back to the present, guys, where he's tre- trembling with the book in his hands. I open the first page. There it is still written in permanent black marker. A and E forever. Forever? Forever was short-lived. She insisted we vandalize this book and leave our mark. Oddly, I looked around and see other letters. P and F, L and J, J, A and M. Looks like we started something. I turn the page and start to read the book for the first time like I promised. And that is the end of the prologue. I want to know what you guys think about it. Um, what... Like, obviously, you might be confused. Um, the whole point is for you to be confused. You don't really want to know what's happening. Um, so let me know what you think about it. Okay, guys, thank you. Hey, guys. I'm back with the second part to my story. Um, it's probably going to be way out of order, but I'm just, just putting what I have out there, okay? <clears throat> for you guys to listen to, right? So I know you guys remember from my prologue. Um there was a fire that was being mentioned by Patty, the bookstore lady. lady. Um, well, here is the fire, okay? This might be chapter one or this might be chapter, f- I don't know what. <clears throat> here we go. It's called the fire slash birthday. Knock, knock, knock. I open the door and there he is. Andreas is with a bag of what I think is some goodies and cake. What is this? I say while clearly blushing. Well, since I'm going to be working all night. Yes, 
He's a very hard worker and now works night shifts, working security at blah, blah, blah. (laughs) He continues talking. And I know I'm always with you the night before your birthday. I thought I'd surprise you and bring you a few things. A bag of dove chocolates he picked up and wiggles in my face. Your favorite. He's right. They are my favorite. And close your eyes. No, babe. You're supposed to be at work. You're going to get in trouble. No, no, I'm not. Close them. My birthday isn't until tomorrow, but Andreas always goes all out for my birthday or holidays. He runs to the car and hurries back. <clears throat> Happy birthday, baby. I open my eyes and there he is with a two dozen bright red roses. He runs in and picks me up and twirls me up in the air with his arms hugged around my butt. I wish I didn't have work tonight. Actually, maybe I should just go quit. I'll be right back. Bursting into a lap. No, 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 no. I grab his face. He pulls me in for a long kiss. Mmm. I love you. As he starts kissing my face, uncontrollably tickling my neck. Stop, stop, stop. I'm cracking up. He whisks me down and puts the cake and the roses onto the table. Okay, where is the lighter? I sit down. Right in the drawer to the right. He's scurrying through the junk drawers. No one's ever looked more handsome than he does. He finds it and walks over. He pulls out a single candle and lights it while smiling. No one ever looks at me the way he does. Like, nothing gets better than this. I'm so lucky. I grab his face and kiss him. He starts to sing happy birthday to me. It's my 19th birthday, summer, and senior year just ended. Andreas is a year ahead of me. I started school late. Andreas takes out a little red box with a glittery gold bow on top, opens it, and it says A&E forever handwritten on a note and underneath is the most beautiful ring a promise ring rose gold with a beautiful rose and a diamond in the middle promise me this is forever baby he says while putting it on my finger if it's snug and perfect forever and ever baby I blow out the candle I'll see you tomorrow baby girl he starts to walk out the door kissing my hand and slowly letting go. I'm going to explain a lot more. There's supposed to be a lot in between <clears throat> this and the next part. <clears throat> All right. Sorry, guys. Give me a second. All right. My dad walks in 15 minutes later. He must have been out with the other officers. Beer night seems to be every other night now since mom passed. It's been three years and I miss her so much. My stomach flips over every time I see his face because I know mom wouldn't want to have wanted this for us, for him. Will you think my dad would try for me? I'm going to head upstairs, dad. I look over at him. He's ignoring me as he puts some water to boil. Good night, dad. I walk upstairs and get in bed. I just wish mom was here. I hear my dad yelling out on the phone. Okay, I'll be right over. He probably had a call from his job. I hear the door slam and I fall into a deep sleep. I see her in the distance. She died three years ago, but it feels like forever ago. At the same time, like yesterday, I still remember her beautiful face and her sparkling blue eyes. Her laugh was contagious and she was my person. But when I seen her, she was almost scared. 
and worrisome in my dream. Not ever how I ever remembered her. She was strong and alive. Why did she look so scared? Mom? Mom, it's me, Elena. I miss you. She grabs my shoulders and starts shaking me and yells at me. Wake up! Elena, wake up! Mom, what is going on? Get up! She screams. Louder, I freak out. My eyes fly right open. My room pitch black with a terrifying cloud of dark smoke engulfing my room. I start coughing really hard, getting up as fast as I can. Is my house on fire? I run towards the window, which is par partially covered with flames. And for a second, I think maybe I should jump. And then I'm thinking, this is three stories with hard pavement at the bottom. And I'm thinking, am I crazy? I can die from the fall. I run towards my door and pull on the knob. I let out a loud cry. The knob is steaming hot. I look at my hand and my skin starts to turn from tan to bright pink. I run back towards the bed, flipping my covers, looking frantically for my phone. Found it. I try to dial Andreas's number, but my anxiety is so high I can't seem to get it out. Eventually, I get to dialing it. Please pick up. Please pick up. Please pick up. I'd call the cops, but it's best to call my boyfriend, which works right around the corner. Andreas? Thank God. My house is... Hey, it's Andreas. I'm not available right now. Please leave a message, and I'll get back to you soon. Baby, there's a fire in my house. My house is on fire. I'm trying to get out. I love you. Just remember, I love you. I hang up and dial 911. 911 operator, please help me. My house is on fire and I'm inside trying to get out. The operator explains everything I should do next. I run to my bathroom in my room and wet my shirt and put it back on and and we we a towel and put a wrap a towel around my hand. Wait, I'm sorry guys. Back on and Wet a towel, wrap it around my top portion of my body, and grab another shirt and wrap it around my hand. I rush back to the door. I'm starting to feel lightheaded, and I'm coughing so much. There's barely any oxygen in the air. I open the door, and a gust of hot air flies right at me. I drop my phone because it's got, it, it, got, just so, it got so scorching hot. I'm taken aback. I pull the towel over my mouth and nose so I can breathe better. I start to go down the stairs. I start running down the stairs. Once I hit the second floor, I see the kitchen in a blaze from upstairs. In the living room, I have so many stairs, I start to freak out. I don't see any way out of here. Help me! So I start to scream, please help me. I start to descend the stairs when I trip on my other foot from being in a hurry. I start tumbling, flying down the stairs, and boom! I smack the floor and my head slams against the edge of the stairs at the bottom. And right before I pass out, I see him coming through the flames. Andreas. I barely let out a whisper. And then it all went black. Hey guys, so that was the section of the fire. Of course, these all need updating and they all need more details and they all need... <laughs> just more to it but these are rough drafts i hope that you enjoy um they will be edited they will be fixed they will be may might be changed i don't know it's depending on what i feel how i feel in the future um this next part i'm going to show you is excuse me wow i'm tired it's 4 30 in the morning and my nose and my allergies but anyways i'm gonna keep going 
Um, this next part I'm going to show you is Elena talking to a therapist. Okay, here we go. There were clouds of smoke, I remember. I looked down at my scarred hands. I'm assuming I burned my hand on something. I think. Ugh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, obviously I did. I started to shake my legs frantically. Elena, it's okay. Elena, tell me about the dreams. The dreams. I look at her with the blank stare. The dreams are reoccurringly probably every other day. I'm in the fire and I'm walking down the stairs. I fall and hit my head and I think I see a man. I can't quite make a face out, but a man comes through the fire. I start to shake my head. Oh, and then what happens, Elena? She says while holding my hand, reassuring me everything's okay. And then it goes black. I throw my hands up in the air out of frustration. The man, I, I don't remember what he looked like, but he called out my name, and right before it went black, and I passed out. I had a sense of feeling safe for some reason, even though I was in a house in flames. It's like he knew me. <laughs> well, Elena, these are nightmares you're having. You went through a traumatic experience. Sometimes you will have dreams, and for you to have a peace of mind, they alter to your liking. <laughs> but it was a policeman that came in and saved you. They knew your name from the operator. I sit there confused. I know, I know that's what happened. My father left the stove on, and on his way out, threw the towel down on the stove, and that's what started the fire. These nightmares will go away when you move on from your past, Elena. You have a beautiful life here at blah, blah, blah. She was right. Not about me moving on from my past, but about my life here. I'm about to start my sophomore year of college to become a writer. I have an awesome best friend I love so much, Kira. But what she was wrong about was my life before now. How can one just be okay with not remembering any of their high school year? I'll see you next week, Elena. I walk out the doors and proceed to walk out the building to my car. I get inside my car. It's a blah, 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 blah. I haven't put it yet. I sit in the driver's seat and just think for a moment. My mind racing back and forth between a policeman approaching me and a six-foot security guard with tattoos and a green eyes. My mind is switching back and forth between the two. I think I'm going crazy. Which one was it? Am I going crazy? It was a police officer. It had to be. We live in a gorgeous house. <laughs> two floors. I explain the house, blah, blah, blah. It's been three years since we moved from whatever the place was I took a year off school because everything that happened I had to learn so many things like now we have phones that are touchscreen and apparently I had to learn people's names again apparently blah 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 I had to learn people's names again I don't remember anything past 8th grade it's a good thing I was a very mature smart 8th grader apparently life was basic I had a few friends and went to high school and when high school came they became snobs and I was too into my studies. So that's how my dad puts it. My mom died. I don't even remember how or the few years following her passing. That's what hurts the most. Because according to dad, we were inseparable. So that's all there is. Boring high school. Not many friends. Sounds about right. Then on my birthday, that's when the fire happened. 
My dad says he was cooking dinner for us too for my birthday, but then I didn't feel good and I went to sleep. And then a very important call came up and he that and that's when he made a mistake and he here we are. It's been three years since the fire. And for two and a half of them years, Dad has been sober. And I don't know what I would have done without him.